Hey guys, this is Historical AF. Welcome, welcome to our December listener stories. Merry whatever holiday you celebrate. (laughs) I'm Natalie. And I'm Kina. And this is our birthday week. (laughs) We have the same birthday week. We are pumped. It is birthmas. I am ready. Yes. Uh, I have no plans, but I'm ready for whatever. So. Yeah, I have no idea either. We'll we'll see what happens. And I celebrate all month long, so it's just what are we sure. doing today? What what flavor <laughs> of cake do I get in my mouth today? Basically, ah, uh, cake, mm. or a cheesecake, or ice cream, or any other dessert, preferably chocolate. Oh, I love desserts. I have recently become obsessed with this thing called a banuelos, and it's basically a fried tortilla covered in powder, like brown sugar oh so good <laughs> oh so good i've been eating i just ate one before we started recording <laughs> just break off a little piece and I was just turning, oh it's so good just literally any dessert i'm here for but we mentioned oh we mentioned on our live q a if you're a patreon member on my birthday there i'm this thing called a sip and stroll where you get a cup and there's an artist that designs the cup based on a landmark in my town so this year is the old firehouse and then you just go to each little store and they have their own hot chocolate and toppings. Say so you just go around. I'm really excited. I think that'd be a really fun thing to do. And I want to apply next year to be the cup person. I want to design a cup. That sounds awesome. That. No, it's just, I swear this town is like the town from Gilmore Girls. It's just so adorable. And when they have like town festivities, literally everybody shows up. They just shut down the whole downtown and have food trucks and music and. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like this. And for like 4th of July, it's apparently the world's largest small town parade. Or something. It's something weird, but it's, like, it's so cute. I like seeing. I'm a fan. There's more than just the giant pecan, apparently. Do you want to get started on our traditions? Yeah. So since it is December, we asked everybody about your family traditions. So we're going to start out with ours and then we're going to read yours. And I'm very excited. I am. I'm pretty excited. Everyone has something kind of crazy and kooky. Well, for our Christmas, we have a few little traditions like Christmas Eve. You can always open one present and that present is always pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so you can look nice on Christmas morning when Santa comes and they always take pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's something my grandmother did with with my mom and my aunt and they do it with us now. Even now as an adult, we still get pajamas almost every year. Sweet. In our stockings, we always have an orange or an apple. Aw. Or both, depending what's, I guess, what my mom bought. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite, favorite, favorite tradition is that we always play Dirty Santa. Every oh, year. I love that. Yeah, I've played it at friends' houses. That's really fun. But the thing with ours, though, is that sometimes gifts come back. <laughs> so... There is a pair of chicken slippers that have been rotating in the family <laughs> for like 25 years. 20. Oh, wow. Yeah, some of these things have been rotating since I can remember. That is amazing because those 
slippers are going to be like history in itself for your family. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're chicken so slippers. Funny. They're white and they're yellowed because of their age. And there's like a jelly st- uh, <laughs> stain on the bottom of one of them. And at one point, one got one of the slippers got lost. So only one chicken slipper was floating around. But then someone moved <laughs> and they found both of them. They found the other one. Or like there's a Hershey kiss, like a big giant Hershey kiss that's like a candy dish. And when the mm. kiss opens, it sings like Valentine songs. <laughs> that one's been floating around for about 10, 15 years now. Oh, and one. <laughs> well, one year someone accidentally bumped that present. And so all of a sudden here, this kiss, this kiss, <laughs> like this <laughs> impossible, like. <laughs> There was a neck massager that you that just velcros around your neck and it was cow print. <laughs> it's also been one floating around for about 15, 16 years. Yeah, there's just things that it's just really random. You just never know what's going to come back. Oh, my gosh, the nutcracker. There was a nutcracker, one peanut still in the box. It, it's as old as the chicken slippers for about 20, over 20 years since I can remember. Wow. I love that tradition. That is so fun, though. It's my favorite part. It's the reason why I go to Christmas to see what comes back yeah. and what might be coming back next year. Like the anticipation of who's going to get the chicken slippers. Like, that's just time, hilarious. Well, and every time we try to remember who had it last, but then we forget. Oh. We never write it down. <laughs> and like, I think, I think one of Aunt Kim's kids, but there's three of them. And now that she has grandkids, we're like, well, damn, like, who... Who has it now? Like, so we always forget. And sometimes some years we draw names so we don't end up having to buy gifts for everybody. Or some years we'll do just the dirty Santa mm-hmm. and we'll do one good round, one bad round. The bad round will be full of the return gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and the good round would be like candy, gift cards, small presents, things like okay. that. And usually if you, if you bring one of the slippers, because now there's Garfield slippers that have been floating around for about eight years. There's multiple gifts. And sometimes things disappear for about four or five years because they got lost in a basement or lost in an attic. And then all of a sudden they make a grand return. But when you get one of those gifts, usually someone puts a gift card or money or candy or something. So it's not as bad. Like, great, I got a chicken slipper. And that's all I got. It's never like that. (laughs) Usually, like, oh, great, I got There's a Subway gift card inside. Awesome. And it's never too bad to get those gifts. But I love that so much. That is it's so just, hilarious. It's just so funny. And one, one last year, someone brought a a poop book, which is like, what do your poops tell you? And basically, it's all their dietary stuff. <laughs> one year, I brought a toilet mug. My cousin Jason has that. I think he took it to work. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Tyler, my cousin, he likes to bring things that are made on TV, like Snuggies or... One was really cool. It was a, a plate, mm-hmm. a plastic plate, and in the middle of the plate, it had a hole in it. And the hole was if you, so you can hold your beer bottle and just set the plate over the hole. Oh, hell And then yeah. eat with your hand. So you just have it all in one hand. And so it's like, if you need to eat while standing up or something. Like, this is perfect for camping or even at Christmas, because sometimes we might not have enough chairs, because we fill up the apartment really fast. Oh, hell Yeah. So, That's like, sometimes they turn out to be pretty, like, okay. I can... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh. So, that is my family tradition, my favorite. The reason why I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. 
I kind of wish we would have had someone like that. That's hilarious. All right. So for mine, I called him back up and it's my sister, Heather. (laughs) I can't talk about my weird ass family traditions without my sister. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So I think one of my favorite family traditions is that my dad would blast the kinks, Father Christmas, and he would dance. And we could not open presents until he was finished dancing. And we had these big sliding doors, and they would keep them shut. And it was this big, rela- like, elaborate thing that he would do every year. Just, well, most of the year. And then he got cranky for a while and went and let us have presents to my mom made hot chocolate and cinnamon rolls. That was also a thing that happened for a while. Yeah. Everything kind of had to be catered to him. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, just a little bit. He was a bit eccentric. And then we also had Kurt. Christmas bitch, which always tend to be me. Yeah, and that was the actual name for it. I think yeah. pretty much since its inception was Christmas bitch. And <laughs> I was never the Christmas bitch, mostly because you and mom did not have the wherewithal to wait it out. It's true. They would try to assign me as Christmas bitch, and I would just not participate. So then somebody else would do it. But have you explained at all what Christmas bitch was, Kina? Or what, no, what it is? I have not. It's the bitch that has to crawl underneath the Christmas tree and give everybody their gifts. Mom went completely overboard with gifts. <laughs> and they all got shoved under this enormous tree. And um, no, I wasn't getting down there and climbing under it. So yeah. And I was the baby. So yeah. yeah, ours was always yours was youngest. Helped help pass it out. But yeah. I had to say, well, they did not have the lovely title of Christmas Bitch. Our family's obviously lacking. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it's true. On it's one. one of my favorite things. I, I do enjoy the Christmas Bitch. I didn't ever like being it, but I think it's funny. And, yeah. Uh, and outsiders did not seem to, they're just shocked by our family traditions. Well, I think. <laughs> even now as adults, I know Kina doesn't get to go home as often at Christmas as I do, but even now we still have Christmas bitch, and I've still never been Christmas bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on like that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, undefeated. Uh, is it? I, I am undefeated. <laughs> um, no, it usually is mom because mom <laughs> wants to wants us to open presents so badly she can't wait it out. Okay, that's me. No. <laughs> yeah, I get so She's excited. So uh, and Tammy is my aunt. My mom and my aunt live together. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, my mom just gets so excited and she can't stop herself from getting gifts. A couple of years ago, Zeke and I decided we weren't going to do gifts anymore, that we we're just going to have experiences. My mom's like, that's a great idea. But like the closer it got to December, she's like, I don't like this. I want to get gifts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, when I was younger, so I'm eight years older than Kina. So when we were younger, well, one of the conditions of Santa and all that kind of thing, since I already knew that Santa wasn't real, was as long as Kina knew, I would still get Santa gifts. <laughs> so it was very important to me to keep that secret. <laughs> and Kina cooperated. She didn't really suss it out too quickly. I know when I was, I think I was maybe five or so, is when I figured out that Santa did not exist, mostly by finding the trash. <laughs> that my Santa gifts came in, you know, the boxes and everything out behind the house. Oh. <laughs> and I walked inside. I remember this just absolutely clearly because I was so disgruntled. I walked in and I was like, since when does Santa shop at Walmart? 
And my mom tried to convince me that sometimes Santa's really busy and goes to Walmart to pick up, you know, extra gifts or whatever. And I just remember thinking, I didn't quite use this term. I just remember thinking, this is bullshit. Like Santa (laughs) makes those toys. He doesn't buy them at Walmart. And then it took just a, just another day or two when I realized, oh yeah, Santa's not real. So so yeah, so I kept that secret. I don't know when you, how old you were when you were I, out, Kina. I don't remember. It must not have been a traumatic event for me. I was just like, eh. It's kind of like the time I found all my teeth in my mom's jewelry box. And I was like, oh, I guess this <laughs> fairy's not real either. <laughs> I think that's, that's when mom I figured out. that like, evidence oh, around. I know. I, that's, I think that's what it was. I found the teeth. And I was like, well, if the tooth fairy exists, not all this other shit doesn't exist. So I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> Well, and then when she we still got gave us Santa presents. <laughs> oh yeah, she did not stop giving us Santa presents. And even when I, you know, when I got older and I wasn't as excited because when I was, you know, early teen, preteen, I was excited. I couldn't sleep. I'd go in there and try to get them up at like 3 a.m. to open presents. <laughs> Mom would get mad, and so then I'd go wake Kina up and send her in there to see if she could get them up. But as we got older and I would sleep in, because as a teenager, I'm like, I'm not getting up before 10. She would come wake me up. Yeah, Mom like would. and be like, Yeah. She'd be like, it's time to go open presents. And I was like, I want to sleep. She's like, no, no, you have to get up and come open presents now. <laughs> go wake your sister up. <laughs> yeah. Go wake your sister up. And I know that, I mean, our family was, the more I talk to people about their Christmas, the more I think we were just weirdos. But. Yeah. We were not a, we were not allowed to ask for anything. Mm, um, yeah. Mom took a lot of pride in knowing us and knowing what we wanted, but it's, <laughs> plus it also kept us from pestering her about buying a certain thing. So mm. if we asked for it, we didn't get it. There's That's true. Yeah, and there was one other thing that I wanted to mention about mom, and I just don't remember what it is now. <laughs> we love mom. I think mom. We love her. Well known person on this podcast (laughs) she's she's the best but she is well more recently mom and kina are the source of my christmas frustration which i am not experiencing this year (laughs) because i'm celebrating hanukkah this year so you assholes are on your own because every year every year we set a limit of how much we will spend on christmas and these two assholes always spend more money than what we've agreed on. So I show up with my $25 gift and they have gone way over. So then I feel like an asshole. I have inherited the extra gene from mom. God, <laughs> you guys are so extra. I just, well, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Well, I, I don't do gifts anymore. So eh. well, I think I yelled at mom last Christmas or maybe the Christmas before. Yeah, the first time I decided not to do gifts, nobody did them. But last year, my mom couldn't handle it. So they all did Christmas. We still didn't do it. But yeah, I don't think she can handle it. She needs to send things. But yeah, the first Christmas with Zeke, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was like, why is there so many gifts? (laughs) He's just, my mom just kept handing him. He's like, how many more are there going to be? And I'm like, she just really likes to prove that she knows you. (laughs) She works so hard to make sure she got him things he liked. And yeah. uh, And that's the the sweetest, that is the sweetest inclination. But she just, 
And she's, you know, she's on a fixed income. She should not. Oh, I know. Yeah. But she does some. Uh, Oh, but the one thing I did want to mention, Kina, that I'm glad I didn't forget it. I was talking to Sam last night, which he'll be my roommate in another couple of weeks. But anyway, he was talking about his family's thing. I said, did you all open presents like one at a time and everybody watch? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, that's not what we did. But everybody I've ever talked to is like they they're all calm about it. They everybody looks at it. You take pictures with your gifts. You say thank you after everyone. Mm-mm. Ours was like a tornado. Like a honey free for all. Oh my god. Keen and I would badgers. sit on the cat the couch and we would start opening presents and just throw the wrapping paper over the back of the couch. Like we didn't stop until it was demolished. And we had a small yeah. little box of you know, a little area of gifts at the end, but just wrapping paper was flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then we just said one thank you at the very end. <laughs> just a collective. Thanks, yeah. Everybody. Thank yeah. you for everything. Uh, Cause I remember the first time I spent Christmas with a different family and, you know, everybody was watching you open things to see your reaction. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, the gift I opened, this was my ex-husband. So the gift I opened was a recipe collection of his favorite recipes from his mother so that I would know how to take care of her son. Oh, I'm yikes. Like, yeah, I was so like, lame. <laughs> I was like uh, he better learn how to cook Hard his pass. own favorite thing. But anyway, that didn't work out, obviously. But I just remember, like, the look on my face froze when I opened it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I prefer our way of doing things. Because if there's something uh, yeah. that's not your favorite thing that you get, no one... You know, the entire room is not staring at you. Yeah. And we weren't spoiled little assholes. Disclaimer okay. that. But <laughs> so. Plus, that was very appreciative. This is also before we became, we became poor. So yeah. we were like pretty, we were very like steady middle class until I was probably like 19. And then we became dirt poor. After that, Christmases were a little bit more tight. But yeah, our childhood was pretty. Yeah. I mean, Mom went out of her way. Okay, keep in mind, when we're, we grew up in rural north central Arkansas, Mm -hmm. so what looked middle class to that area of the country was, would not be middle class really anywhere else. Oh, absolutely. Everybody thought I was rich because I had a house, not a trailer. There was not a high bar set. (laughs) No, there was not a high bar set. I remember everyone was just amazed that I had a TV. It was oh, a black yeah. and white TV with an antenna. I mean, it was, I mean, that TV had to be made in the 1970s, but they were just, but. <laughs> I was trying to think of another thing that I was going to say. I forgot. The Santa stuff makes me think of uh, my aunt. She is so into Santa that even when, before she started having grandkids and we were all like, I was the youngest and I was 16. And Brandy's in her 30s, and Jason's in his late 20s. Or no, not 30s yet. She's in her 20s. So everyone's in their 20s or teens at that point. And yeah, and Kim still had Santa, no matter what. (laughs) She's like, it's Santa. I'm like, we all know. There's no small children here. We are all aware. Like, it's Santa. I'm like, okay, fine. It's like you had to say it was Santa or you wouldn't get the gift. Oh, that's hilarious. Admit it. I'm pretty sure last year mom had one of the presents from Santa for me. I think she, yeah, I'm pretty uh, I'm sure like, she's always done that. 
Well, I'm like the same way. I'm like, mom, it's okay. <laughs> I know it's from so, you. Is easier. Did y'all ever have a year where someone hid a present and couldn't find it, and then like midway through they found it? My I'm dad pretty sure that. my mom's done that. <laughs> my dad hid a chair. It was really like it was like a fuzzy lounge chair. It was right when I was getting into video games, so it's supposed to be like a video game chair for me. Mm-hmm. And he hid it in the garage or his shop, basically, because he tinkered. And so, like, randomly in July, he brings it out to me. He's like, here you go. I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this for? He's like, apparently it was for Christmas. <laughs> He's like, Merry Christmas. And he just leaves. Now, I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's never happened, but I have – it's usually presents that I intend to make oh, that yeah. – It'll be like a, hey, I didn't finish this, but I'll get it to you. But I still haven't finished one for mom from like five years ago. That's probably never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a promised yeah. gift from Zeke. Oh, yeah. Four or five yeah. years ago. How long? I don't even. You guys it's, have been together so long. I don't even know how many years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while. We don't have a shop now. So now he's just bitter when I bring it up. He's like, I can't make things out of wood. I don't have room. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> race car <laughs> pretty much uh, I was thinking the other tradition for Thanksgiving which would have already happened by the time this comes out but when I got married I realized that there was this division in our families our side we love cranberry salad and it's basically cranberries with like whipping cream with marshmallows and pineapple pound of sugar fucking, well, yeah pound of sugar about the so sugar good part. Yeah, And then his family makes a thing called lemon fluff. So basically you make lemon jello and before it hardens, you whip in whipped cream and uh, pie filling. And that's okay. their thing. So both of our sides are like adamant that our dessert, it's not even a dessert, we eat it with the turkey. But we're adamant that this side is the best side that's ever existed. And the one time I had mom and Heather and then his family over at our house... Our side ate all the cranberry salad. All his side ate the lemon fluff. And both of our sides refused to eat the other one. <laughs> it's a big yeah. division in the family. I, man, that's it's like a, a side feud. Wow. It is. It didn't look appealing. Kind of like vomit. That's what yeah. you described it as. But it's so good. Yeah, I I am old style southern cooking about Thanksgiving. Mm. I remember, and Kina, you might be too young for this, but when mom and dad got married, he wanted stuffing. Well, that's not what we make. We make dressing down here. Yeah, I would have been too young since uh, I was a whoopsie baby. They got yeah, married when they were pregnant whoops- with me. <laughs> a whoopsie baby. But it was, and if you could ever get mom on, on your podcast to talk about her thoughts about bread stuffing, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. She's but very according, passionate. <laughs> according to her, it's white bread drowned in chicken broth and there's no flavor to it at all. But this will be actually, you know, this will be the first year, I think, in my life, right? I just turned 43 in my life that I will not have cornbread dressing for Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't happen. This groundbreaking, guys. I know. I t- <laughs> well, I told mom that that maybe we should do something different this year that was a little bit healthier than the cornbread oh. dressing. Plus, mom does not know how to downsize that. We always wind up with like two oh, yeah. cake pans full well, of it. There's no 
instructions. Like, it's just been passed down orally as just, like, dump all the shit in and you just kind of guess. So there's no really way to, like, yeah. Well, it's apparently, just guessing you. apparently Granny, which would be our great-grandmother, measured everything in the palm of her hand. And no measuring spoons, cups, or anything like that. And so when Mom tries to give me the recipe... First of all, she pisses me off when she tries to just re- just read it, you know, just tell me. I'm like, Mom, no, write it down. Send me an email. email. Send me a text. <laughs> Don't just recite it to me over the phone. And then she's like, no, 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 it's super easy. It's super easy. Yeah, I'm like, no, easy. write it down. I'm like, she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Even after I tell her it's not fine. No, no, it's fine. I'm like, I'm the one receiving the instructions. <laughs> So, and we're not having cranberry salad either, Kina. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't okay. think we're going to have it either. I'm really sad about it. But I can't even imagine. have that instead of cranberry sauce? Like, is that yeah. you're just, okay. Pretty much. I think when I have his family over, I make both because they seem disgusted by my cranberry salad. But I'm pretty much the only one that eats it. I don't know if he eats it, but he just like, oh, I hate it. But he keeps eating it, so. I think at this point he can't admit that he likes it. Yeah. Because then it just ruin it. Y'all are yeah. Romeo and Juliet of science. <laughs> Although lemon fluff is delicious. I'm not going to lie. It's really good. But I just don't understand why we can't have both. Why is there not room for both? Why can't Probably from that. get along? So much sugar. So much. Yeah, it's it's a lot of sugar. It's not healthy. Not at all. But I thought that was probably the funniest thing to see the differences. Because he also, they never had stuffing or dressing. So he finds my dress and kind of disgusting. And I'm like, it's so good. He doesn't yeah. like it. But he's also a Yankee. So also yeah. my dad was a Yankee. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I thought of Zeke today, Kina. I was at Trader Joe's and saw one of those huge packages of the, was it the Kringle? Ooh, the Kringle? The Kringle. Yeah. I saw that and thought of him. Yeah, they're the only places that sell it besides Wisconsin. Yeah. If you don't know what a Kringle is, Nellie, it's this like not. flat Danish. It's like flat, but it's so good. Mm. But yeah, they only make them in Rhine or not Rhineland. Uh, I can't remember where it's at. They only make it in one town in Wisconsin. It's like a Polish treat. The Trader Joe's sells it. Well, Little Rock just got a Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So yes. I have not been there, but actually Tuesday, mom and I, she's like, I want to go on your first time to Trader Joe's. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, you should get a Kringle. Yeah, yeah they they <gasps> have them on. I was actually at the Trader Joe's in Little Rock this morning. They have them on the table with the chocolate babka, which is oh, what awesome. I bought for myself. <laughs> <Right this day. laughs> All right, yeah, I think that's pretty much for our family traditions. We're just a weird ass family. But every time I hear Father Christmas, I do think of my dad dancing weirdly. And then I'm almost terrified because I'm pretty sure Zeke's starting to dance more like my dad. My dad was dead before I met him. So I have no idea how this is happening. (laughs) Like The weird hip dance that dad did. Oh, my God. It's starting to freak me out. Well, (sighs) okay. Have you ever talked about the time? I think this was the first holiday that we met Zeke or maybe the first time that we met Zeke. That he wore a pirate's hat the entire time we were there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I got him that the was a holiday, tax wasn't it? Yeah, it was Christmas. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I got him a Jack Sparrow pirate hat, and he wore it the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. That might have actually been the first time I met him. Probably. I was, I was like, this <laughs> is strange. But he then I got to right know him. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's perfect for Kina. <laughs> They're both, both weirdos. So weird. Yeah. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's like, you know, they say there's somebody for everybody. And I'm like, that weirdo is mine. I don't think there's anybody else that matches my weirdness. Yeah, it's about Emery for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you, Seaster. Seaster. Natalie, have you ever wanted a sibling, or are you just cool being alone? Uh, there, were, there were times, especially when I was a kid growing up, I wanted a sibling. And I had several imaginary friends that were siblings. Like, I had my twin named Natalie, too. Aww. <laughs> and, uh, but then as I got older, I realized I'm fine. And, like, I don't have to share my stuff. I don't have to worry about things. And then I'm, I'm, my mom and I are, like, best friends. So, like, I, I always had my mom. Yeah. And also my mom talked to all of our cats. Like, like Nellie, you need nicer. That's your sister. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, that's Heather's biggest pet peeve with my mom right now. <laughs> The yeah. dog, well, and the dog was like my brother, and I'm just like, no, 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 he's not. <laughs> well, and we had, like, in my lifetime, we've had 26, 27 cats and a couple of dogs. Oh, wow. So it's like, they were just part of the family. And, and yeah, mom would always be like, you be nice to them. That's your sister. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and Kina, don't tell me it's not a pet peeve of yours. Mom's excuse for not coming to see you in Texas was she didn't want to leave Ollie by himself. <laughs> For that long, even though my mom is exactly the same way. Yeah. She panicked. She because when she's not at home with Seely, who is a high maintenance cat, but when she's not at home, she worries about Seely panicking and everything. It gives my mom anxiety. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, you cannot let this cat run your life. You were tired for a reason, and that reason is not to every command of Seely. <laughs> well, but I kept trying to tell mom, I'm like, the dog can't tell time. <laughs> so they have no mom, idea. They have no yeah. idea. I mean, sure he's going to be excited to see you. You go to the store. He's all excited when you get home. You go to Kina's for a week. He's all excited when you get home. Like he doesn't have the concept of time. Yeah. So, you know, he'll be fine. Well, no, it doesn't help that our aunt is like, oh, he's just moping around. He's so sad without you. And then she feels no, bad. <laughs> that is, Tammy is moping around and sad without mom. That's also true. That's not helpful. They put those emotions onto the animals so they don't have to deal with it. I'm like, mom, come on. That's true. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I always hated it because my dad would go to work and he would pat us on the head and then kiss the dog goodbye. That was not cool. I mean, and that's like, not even an exaggeration yeah, at all. Like, okay. So maybe, yeah. I think the one time Zeke did that, I think he just did it to see if it caught it. And I was like, no. <laughs> you do not do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Also, my cousins are crazy. And so when I see them giving each other wedgies, and roughhousing and doing all kinds of farting on each other and just stupid shit. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm fine going home to a quiet house in the woods. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I mean, I'm lucky because we're so different. I know when I was little, I was annoying because I'd be like, be my friend. And she was like, I'm a teenager. Fuck off. Like, that probably was an annoying phase <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> like, as we've gotten older, we're like, best friends. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 
It's just I the mean, age difference, I think, helps. I do miss that. Like, I, I guess I, I wish I did have that as an adult. But, I, like I said, my mom has kind of become that replacement because we're, yeah. we're, we're clones. I'm a clone <laughs> of her, basically. Yeah. Well, thanks, sister, for coming on. Welcome. I know, this is fun. I love hearing about all this stuff. Yeah, we can, we can go on forever. Yeah, it's usually yeah. funny once we get going. Mom's like, stop picking on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I dread for her to hear this. She'd be like, I can't believe you told them that. I'm like, oh. Well, everybody already thinks she's super cool because of the dowry letter, so. She is super cool. She is really cool. I think it's so relatable. Like, I think she needs to meet my mom. I know. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, Natalie is very similar to me. They used to call us twins at the library because I couldn't, well, mostly just people would mistake us for each other. But we have a very similar... Family upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> Call me on Thanksgiving. I will. Bye. Right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. I, don't I think she was telling me to call her, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, God. I was just waiting for all the embarrassing stories to come up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I hate that I don't have those stories, but then again, I'm like, I'm okay. By the way, I'm pouring me another drink. Sip. All right. Yeah, I think it's just because she was, like, when she was 16, I was eight. So I know I was annoying because I was just like, somebody play with me because we lived in the middle of fucking nowhere and I had no neighbors and nobody could get to me. And that's exactly why I would want a sibling is because (laughs) only a child lived in the woods. And it was, yeah, exact same. (laughs) And my other sister, Eliza, I had the best time with her. Like, she had only come for the summers, but she would humor me. And she yeah. would play with me all the time. Like, and now I understand that it was just pure torture because she is like a grown ass adult playing Barbies with me. <laughs> well, she's like a teenager being like, I'm older, but she's like, okay. Heather wouldn't humor me, but Eliza did. <laughs> all right. Eliza. We do have a few traditions from you guys, our listeners. Uh, okay. I'll start with my grad school friends. <laughs> I have a group text going on with all my friends from grad school. And I was like, hey, dudes, what was your family traditions? So Mary Kate said we put the movie White Christmas on while we decorate the tree. And her mom puts up six trees in the house. I I know a lady that does that. She has a tree in every room. That's actually really cool. I don't think she does as much now. She's like, that's a lot of work. And so I think yeah. now she limited it to like three or four trees versus like eight. <laughs> Like, you'd have to have a lot of storage for the rest of the year. You know? They have a big house. Yeah. I, the cutest one is that she has a play tree for her grandsons in the playroom. So she has a tree that it's all of their ornaments. Oh, that's That they've cute. made in school or whatever, whatever crafts they have. It's That's their tree. So that's, I think that's cute. Anyways, Aww. go on. Continue reading. That's adorable. Yeah, I say that. And our family was very extra. We had a 16-foot tree. So it was oh, probably yeah. the size of several trees. <laughs> yeah, by the time I got to college, we quit having a tree. My tree that I have now is literally one foot tall. <laughs> it stays decorated, and I bring it out of the box, and I plug it in. Oh, the tree we have, Zeke was in training, I think in New Jersey, and he was coming home the day before Christmas Eve. So I went to Walmart in a snowstorm and bought, like, the cheapest tree they had because I'm poor. And <laughs> that's been our tree ever since. 
And then I didn't have money for like ornaments, so then I painted all the ornaments. So most of our stuff is stuff that I made. But That's nice. Actually. Like I said, we don't do gifts anymore, so it's like we put it up for the lights, but you know, we're weird. Uh, she also says that her family splits Thanksgiving and Christmas. We go to one set of the grandparents for lunch and then the other for supper, and we do the opposite next year. While in the vehicle driving to whichever set of grandparents we are going, we sing two rounds of Over the River and Through the Woods song. <laughs> it's the most wholesome family. <laughs> I know, this sounds so like, leave it to Beaver, leave it, whatever his name is. Yeah, that's most yeah. wholesome. David, who sent us questions, all those really long philosophical questions, he says, <laughs> What's the right before it for the last 13 years? Oh, wait, what, what? Jessica, did you read Jessica? Oh, shit. No, I skipped that. Jessica, she says, for the last 13 years, sometime in December, I forced my family to watch the movie Elf as we cut paper snowflakes. And then we hang the snowflakes all over the house and we listen to Christmas songs. That is so sweet. It does. Jessica's about to start a YouTube channel with her daughter. And I think that is so sweet because... Jessica's been in grad school with me and her daughter's just like, pay attention to me. So now they're going to do that as like a mother daughter team, you know, to spend quality time together. Now that she's finished, she just, David and Jessica just finished defending their theses. So nice. Congratulations. (laughs) Okay. Now, David, (laughs) he seems so smart. All his questions seem so philosophical and deep. They're thinkers. Yeah. He's definitely a thinker. He was also a teacher, too, a history teacher for a long time. Oh, so I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. He says, started in the last couple of years. If I'm giving somebody in my family a gift card, which I hate, in parentheses. <laughs> but sometimes you just got to because they're hard to shop for, in parentheses. I'll make a custom Christmas card to put in it with a pun about whatever the gift is. For example, last Christmas, I gave my sister and brother-in-law a gift card to an expensive sushi place. And on the front, it had a sushi dish with a red and green garnish. And it said, Come, they told me, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum, a newborn king sushi, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. <laughs> so, uh, giggle way too much for that. Uh, he said, I also gave my parents a gift card to a steakhouse, and on the front, there were three wise men, except instead of gold and frankincense and myrrh, I cropped in steak, rolls, and a baked potato. Okay, I like that. I I have done that to my mom's cards. (laughs) I I'll give her something kind of funny or sweet or whatever, and I'll I'll change it up a little bit to fit her personality. So I'm totally with you, David, on that one. That is very witty. I do enjoy some good wit. (laughs) All right, we have Marissa's traditions, Christmas traditions. Aw, yay! Again, we haven't read any of these, so I'm excited. Yeah. I like I like waiting for the surprise. Me too. And Marissa, thank you for sending this. You are so awesome and chatty on all of our stuff, and I love it. Oh, I know. I love all your pictures. It's so great. All right. So, hey, ladies. I thought I would send in my listener stories. Unfortunately, in my family, our only traditions are open one gift on Christmas Eve, PJs to wear while open gifts the next morning. That's the same as Okay. Well, yeah, because you got to take pictures with Santa stuff. So, got to look. Can't wear no raggedy, holy. (laughs) Nazi. Okay. So, we open presents on the Christmas Eve, have coffee and gifts when we wake up 
Christmas Day, then drive to the next town over and have baggy omelets with my mom's whole side of the family. What's a baggy omelet? That's what I'm wondering, too. I'm going to Google. All right. I'm going to continue on. You Google that. I have I have had some really heartwarming things happen to me in the last three months. My depression was at its worst and terrible things were happening to people around me. So these two stories really helped me through <laughs> till I found historical AF. Then I had something to lift my spirits all the time. That is great considering half our stories are super depressing about murder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, on to so the listener sweet. stories. And she said all the names have been changed. So that's nice for privacy's sake. And I'm really glad that you enjoy our podcast, even though we do have depressing stuff on here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> somehow managed to take all these dark, dark episodes and somehow lighten them up with our wit, I guess. I don't know how. We- if you call it wit. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. One of my best friends and I met in seventh grade and have been besties ever since. I was raised with her family for most of my life. Her great-grandparents always loved purple roses and hummingbirds. Unfortunately, great-grandpa died when we were really young, so I didn't ha- I didn't know him very well. My best friend got her first tattoo, and they were purple roses for great-grandpa. Anyways, time jumped to August 30th, ni- 2019. My best friend's mom, Elizabeth, is getting married tomorrow, and it's a costume wedding. <laughs> That's cool. Great grandma was excited to dress up as a witch and hand out shots as a flower girl. Ah, oh, nice. I love that. <laughs> but the week leading up to the wedding, grandma got sick so she could she can't come to the wedding. But we are going to FaceTime the wedding to her so she can be there. Aww. During the rehearsal dinner, we did family photos and stuff. Near the end of the night, we got the phone call. Great grandma passed away. Okay, that's sad. Seeing Elizabeth's reaction to the news was one of the hardest things I have ever had to witness. But the whole family decided that we needed to celebrate to honor great-grandma. During the ceremony, we took our shots in honor of great-grandma. As the, Well, yeah, gotta take shots. Absolutely. <laughs> and as they said their vows, a hummingbird came flying down the walkway. Oh my god, uh, I'm gonna cry. It was beautiful and sad. Myself and the photographer, another family friend saw it and looked at each other and just nodded, confirming that we both saw it. It was there. We were both so mad, we did not end up with a picture of it. Oh, yeah, that is frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I think also, on the other hand, don't be beating yourself up because you took a moment to really soak in that moment instead of fumbling yeah. for your phone. So I would be proud that you took... Yeah, you took that moment to really experience it. Because I know when we whip out our phones to take videos, sometimes we lose the moment. But that is so sweet. I am almost crying. (laughs) Like, my best friend died. And her tombstone even says, I want to be a butterfly. Because she used to say it all the time. So in huge moments of my life, I'll just see a butterfly come and land, like, right next to me. And then I'm just, like, a big puddle of emotions. Because I'm like, but I truly, truly, truly believe that people can visit you. And my grandma, my Mima, she used to say that she wanted to be a hummingbird too. That's so nice. I love hummingbirds. And I think <gasps> the, the shots, the flower shots are really oh, fun too. That is such a good idea. <laughs> um, I didn't have a wedding, but if I ever have a renewal of my vows, everybody's taking a shot. That sounds like a perfect idea. Mm-hmm. So story number two, 
shit was going down. So my best friend and I needed to drive up to Washington to pick up her 11-year-old son. I had originally told her I would be able to do any day the next Wednesday, but that was the only day that worked. So I put on my big girl pants and climbed in the car for a 13-hour car trip. Oh, wow. I don't even like being in the car for 30 minutes sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) See, Wednesday was the four-year anniversary of my stepdad, Steve, his death. He was in a car accident less than 1,000 feet from his front door. Seriously, guys, please wear your seatbelt. Oh, my God. I'm 100% with you on that one. Oh, me too. My best friend, she always wore a seatbelt except for the one day she died. Like, it's just, yeah, it can save a life. We got up to Washington. We're already back in Oregon. And the memory of my stepdad had hit me pretty hard a couple of times throughout the day. We were in our last hour and a half or so of the drive, and we got hit with a huge rainstorm. I am already nervous driving in the rain, but having Steve on my mind and the rain, I was very anxious. I am not usually religious, but I closed my eyes and said the Lord's Prayer, then just had a quick chat with God and Steve. (laughs) I like like those little talking to Jesus moments. Yeah. I I I do a lot of driving, too. (laughs) I just thought, hey, God, um... Thank you for having Steve up there with you. And thank you for watching out for us on our journey so far. I could really use you two for the next few minutes. We just need to make it safely through the rain and home. Anyways, thank you. I love you both. Oh, my heart. I opened my eyes and I kept talking with my friend. Not 10 minutes later, the absolutely pouring rain stopped and a snap of a finger to a little and it was done. I just closed my eyes and said, thank you. As I thought it, the song You'll Be In My Heart came on the playlist. I started crying because that song was not. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is really a tearjerker. I am so emotional. (laughs) I keep laughing, but I think it's like anxious laughing. (laughs) A few minutes later and See You Again came on. And as the song ended, the rain started again. The whole thing lasted about seven minutes. And it was just enough time for Chris and I to relax and refocus on getting home and drive safely in the rain. Anyway, sorry it was so long. If you can give my nephew Wesley a shout out. He loves listening with me. Also, you guys should look up Texas Slave Ranch as a morbid story sometime. Will do. I had never heard about it until I joined Patreon for Southern Spirits Podcast. Always love you, ladies. Okay, bye. I love Southern Spirits. They were probably one of the first podcasts I befriended (laughs) when we started doing this thing. I was actually at a live podcast showing for And That's Why We Drink like a week after we started the podcast. And a lady was talking about it. And I just I just love them. That's so sweet. I'm I'm writing that down so I don't forget. So we're keen. Remember this. Ranch. No, girl, your story really got me. I do that a lot, especially oh. driving in scary situations. I, like, pray to God and then also, like, my friend and my dad. Like, oh, I've done this exact same thing. You really got me. Oh, my heart. <laughs> so you save a lot of lives. Yeah, I had a lot of guilt for a long time because I was in a really bad car accident when I was 15, six, no, I was 16. And I rolled my car and it rolled, like, four or five times. And the car was completely demolished. And if I hadn't worn my seatbelt, I would have been dead. There's just no 
I mean, I ended up upside down facing the different direction I was even going. And it was just awful. And then when my best friend died, she hit somebody head on and her car didn't even look like anything happened. Mine was crushed. Like the passenger was touching me. The ceiling was touching me. Everything was like crushed against me, but nothing happened. And then her car was barely dented. And then she died. Mm. It's just because she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. And it's just, I've had so much guilt growing up because of that. But yeah, seatbelts save a life. Yeah, I had injuries. I know this is the argument people give like, oh, your seatbelt can hurt you. Like all my injuries were mostly the seatbelt, but I'm alive. So exactly. Where's your like, seatbelt? Yeah. Bruised and a broken bone is better than death, people. Oh, yeah. Because I would have been thrown from the car and the car would have rolled over me. There's no doubt. I mean, that's what the cop said. They're like, you're lucky. I remember when the cops got to the car and they looked at it, they asked the people, where's the body? And I just raised my hand like a fucking dork. And was like, it's me. <laughs> like, it, was just, it, was such, it was so bad. And I remember that I was coming home from church and the p- car in front of me saw me go off because the car malfunctioned. And the, it was a whole thing. But uh, they called my parents and like, uh, Kena's in a ditch. <laughs> Can you come here? So they showed up with chains being like, we're going to pull her out of the ditch. And they're like, where's the fucking car? And they were like, it's down there. And I was in a giant embankment. I just remember being like, I'm so sorry. And my dad being like, stop apologizing. You're alive. It's fine. It's just a car. <laughs> like, I can replace the car. I can't replace you. Yeah. Yeah. But ever since then, I'm like, seatbelts are, yeah, I would be dead. And it's really scary. So I never get in a car without my seatbelt. And I assume you all do the same. Yeah. Even in a parking lot. It doesn't matter. It's- yeah. Statistically, more people die within 20 miles of your home. So yeah. I know a lot of people are like, I'm just running down the street. But statistically, that's where the I think most it's because you're most comfortable. And you're not paying attention as much. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know. All right. I'm going to do a quick pause. Okay. Right back. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Hey, sorry about that. All right. So what's next? Uh, okay. There's two more listener story traditions but they're super short and then we'll move on to the ghosties now the first one is for victoria b she says that my older sister learned a thanksgiving song for her elementary school that she sang so much that we all know it by memory so every year now we gather around a table and we loudly sing it and my sister sits there as an adult and smiles (laughs) i think that's so sweet Probably like the Bob's Burger song. Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. That's what I'm imagining. Just everybody joining in. And then the next one, <laughs> I asked for traditions and I got it. This one is from Colleen R. And she says, does it count getting into big ass fights and calling the cops? Yes, it does. <laughs> it counts well, I didn't get I didn't get a lot of details, but she did say that the fights always vary. But one time her mom threw a turkey at her brother. And that was the end of it. So I really need a follow up. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know more stories if possible, please. Yes, it cracked me up, but I need to more, know more details. I did mention that, yeah, my dad's w- first wedding ended up in the cops showing up and dragging him off the jail. So I kind of get the whole rowdy family situation, but I need to know more. <laughs> All right. Oh, now for the ghosts. I live for this part of our listener stories. You guys send us your creepy shit. I guess I'll start with the top one, which is Marissa's ghost story. Oh, from Hi, Marissa. Again. <laughs> Hello. Let's see. 
It says, I was getting ready to leave my mom's house last night and opened the coat closet to grab my coat and froze. It looked like there were glowing eyes looking at me from behind the jackets. No! <laughs> no. I no. looked at mom and said, yikes, that was a whole closet full of nope. <laughs> I feel like we're the same person. The more you talk, Marissa, and send us things, I feel like we're the same person. Yeah, it's becoming that. She <laughs> stared straight back at me and said, right? Did you see those eyes too? What? But, and no, and she's like, that's why I made you <laughs> put your coat in there. <laughs> that's, that is a parent's that It's win. manipulative. <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> My mom, every time she'd make us do shitty stuff, she's like, this is why you have kids. Some days you have your own kid and they can do the shitty stuff. <laughs> Thanks, mom. So she made her put the... A coat in the closet instead of just hanging it, hanging it on the chair, you know, like normal. She <laughs> laughed as I looked at her and said, "Thanks, I hate it," and walked out the door. So oh let's hope God. that. Yeah, let's hope my mom is still alive and not possessed the next time. Yep, we hope that too, and Thank hope that you God. don't get taken for either. Fuck that shit. No, I no closet eyeballs. I'm gonna hard pass. <laughs> That's that is probably one of my deepest nightmares. Is like. Looking under the bed or in a closet or something, you see hands or eyes. Oh, so bad. No, 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 Yes, I think those are my scariest things. Just seeing something like in a closet, under your bed, something grabbing your foot when you're in bed, or like seeing something in a mirror. Those are like my top things that I'm. No, can't. No, All right, the next one's actually from my mom. <laughs> she sent this to me as a text message, and I'm gonna put it on the interwebs forever. You're welcome, Mom. So she sent me this random message, and it says, something weird just happened. I'm sitting on the bed looking up something on my iPad, and I heard a noise. I looked up, and I caught the back of who I thought was Tammy, which is her sister, and they live together, going into the living room. But she's in the bathroom. So, yeah, no. She says, it was strange. Yeah, 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 that is strange, Mom. And she said it was moving fast like it was going from her bedroom to the living room. I even saw the color of her shirt, dark pink like Tammy's nightgown. Also, her bedroom door was shut. I haven't told her yet because she gets freaked out enough already. (laughs) So sorry, Tammy, if you're listening. (laughs) She doesn't know about this. So I said, hey, mom, that's what Meemaw used to wear because Meemaw used to wear those nightgowns, too. Uh, And then she, she wrote, oh, yeah, and she used to have short hair like Tammy, too. So... I'm just assuming it's my meemaw. And there's always throughout the years, there's been moments where uh, my grandma was a chain smoker <laughs> till her death. But yeah, we would smell random like bursts of cigarette smoke and nobody else in our family smoked. So we'd be like, well, that's weird. And then you just, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then that one time I saw her when I was in my car accident, the one I just talked about, that was the one where I, my mom walked in and I was having a full blown conversation with my grandma my mom said she smoked six or smelt cigarette smoke, and I was like, Meemaw's in the corner. My mom was like, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> you talking to dead people. And it's like, yeah. I love you, Meemaw, but please don't be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, Mom never told me about that. I was 16, and she didn't tell me until I was in my late 20s that that ever happened. I'm like, I'm huh. talking to dead people, and you didn't think to tell me that I have the ability to talk to dead people? I'm just... <laughs> Like, their child's adult life was in that house. So I think all their grandchildren, most of our family things happen in that house. So it makes sense to me that they would be drawn to it. And that's where they both died. Like, I think that makes sense. But, well, my grandpa died there. My grandma died in the hospital. But 
<laughs> I'm just going to attach myself to Zeke if I die first. Not a house. I'm just going to haunt the shit out of him. That's my mm-hmm. plan. It's a good plan. Good, good luck dating. All right. Next. <laughs> next is from Frankie. Love Hi, me some Frankie. Ah, oh, he's the best. Especially on Twitter. He cracks me up when he tweets and oh. stuff. Yes, um, the live tweets are amazing. Yeah. Nobody has been able to come close to his epic live tweets. It's just amazing. I love it. So that's not a challenge. Like <laughs> that is not a requirement. We just we just enjoy them. I mean, that's he's fine. the only one that live tweets, but I was hoping that that would be somebody like challenge accepted, and then we'd get more. That is also acceptable, but we will not down you if you don't take <laughs> pick up that gauntlet either. <laughs> All right, so here's Frankie. This is a tornado story. And he goes, it goes a little something like this. So my tornado story, I went to basic training at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. M-O, is that Missouri? Yeah, that's actually close to where I grew up. From June to October, we were barracked in legit trailers. Oh, no. Yep. Well, we were in the middle of changing from PTs to our uniforms when the sirens went off. Oh, no. <laughs> great. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a great transition because uniforms tend to like be a little bit more complicated than your PTs. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was always one of the first change because I didn't give a damn about being a little smelly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I can always take it, take care of it during shower time. All right. A bunch of the other guys weren't so lucky when we got rushed out of the barracks, formed up, and started marching. The females had it worse. About halfway to the shelter at another Cycles building, we hear double time. So we start jogging in formation. Cue distant freight train. Oh, no. Words, tornado. (laughs) The next thing we hear is, fuck it, run. Yes! A brisk double trot to the unfinished basement of an ancient barracks building. Best part of the whole cycle. Oh, that's amazing. I can't imagine. Oh my god, that just cracks me up that some drill sergeant is just like, fuck it, let's go. (laughs) That's when you, you know, you gotta take things in your own hands sometimes. Just like, alright, gotta break formation. (laughs) But also, you must know, like, oh, I'm fucked if they're like, just fuck it, go. Like, oh god. (laughs) Like, they're just Leave all Obviously, the someone and- has seen something. There's no yeah. one train. So scary. The wow. last story we have comes from Dave Crouch, and he sent this to us via our Facebook page. And I was really excited. He sent it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to save it really quick, but I'm not going to look at it because I don't want to read it until we read it aloud. We just like surprises, <laughs> y'all. I yeah. love surprises. <laughs> it's true. So you get the genuine reaction. He says, I have a story for you. When I was in high school, me and some friends of mine took a Ouija board to a cemetery in eastern Kentucky, Mm. which is already a giant, sounds like a bad time. Very (laughs) questionable. Very questionable. (laughs) Says, I've always been very skeptical when it comes to the supernatural, so I wasn't really expecting much, which fair enough. I think a lot of people play with Ouija boards being like, I don't believe in it. So, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really participating, being skeptical and all, so I didn't really believe them when they said that they had summoned a spirit, which, honestly, I would probably be the same. <laughs> I love ghosts. I love them, but I'm very also skeptical because I've yet to see one because apparently I want it too much and they don't like me. <laughs> anyway, he says, I asked a very specific question, one that they wouldn't have known the answer to it. What is my mom's middle name? It's Belissa, which is a cool ass name. So not common at all. 
That is really cool. Like, yeah, with a B. Oh, that's interesting. I'll be damned if that Ouija board didn't spell that shit out letter by letter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. He says, well, after that, I took a big swig of whiskey and went to the car and I was pretty much freaked out. My man. (laughs) That is exactly the reaction. That is a fair response. (laughs) (laughs) They said they didn't do anything and I didn't know what happened to this day never experienced anything else like this and I'm still pretty skeptical but there is a chance that ghosts are out there again that is Dave Crouch oh god that's funny (laughs) I love it (laughs) I think that's the same thing I'm skeptical because I've had I've had some experiences but they're so I guess they can be explained I guess I want to experience something. But like I said, I want it too much. So they're like, fuck you. One of these days. I think it's fun to think about going to spooky places and scaring yourself. It's just fun. Oh, it is fun. I mean, that's why a lot of people still do that kind of stuff and do haunted mm-hmm. houses. But yeah, Ouija board spelling out a maiden name. that, Or, you know, that's a little, little yeah. personal. <laughs> yeah, especially if they don't know it. It'd be the same thing, like, if I asked my friends at that age, they wouldn't have known. Because everybody called my mom by her middle name. So nobody would have known that was her middle name. Because when you think about you as a teenager, your friends don't know your parents that well. They're lucky if they know the first name. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, it's always Kina's mom, Nat's mom. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. He's very uh, active on our Facebook page. I enjoy it. I I appreciate all y'all. Frankie's and Marissa's and Dave's and then... This was a good good read, y'all. I really appreciate all the traditions and spooky stories. We love I the spooky know. stories. Thank you guys for sharing things that are so personal. Family traditions are very personal. So I'm very, I feel very blessed that you guys found us worthy of your top secret confidential family secrets. <laughs> and uh, thanks again to my sister. I don't think she'll ever listen to this, but you do. Thanks, sister. Sister. <laughs> I don't know. I always call her sister. <laughs> weird but yeah thanks for coming on so a side note i mentioned in the mini sewed that uh it's the same person that got that crop shirt that she was knitting mm-hmm. on her couch and it was turquoise and then her toes were turquoise and the couch was turquoise and i said a oh, scarf and she that's her she just okay. wrote she said it's a sweater not a scarf brownie face and i was like Damn, <laughs> i swear to god i paid attention <laughs> i was like my heart was in the right place <laughs> Either way, it's awesome that you didn't do all that stuff. And thank you for buying one of our shirts. It's very much appreciated. You look awesome in it. And I swear I pay attention. I don't know why I said scarf. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But anyway, thank you guys so much for sending in your listener stories. And again, we need more listener stories because our next one will be in a new fucking decade. We're in the roaring 20s again, y'all. Man, you definitely picked the right logo theme then. Oh, yeah, I'm so fucking excited. I think we should bring you back some flapper shit, some of those, like, terms that are just bonkers. I'm excited. But, yes, we need more stories for January, which is just blowing my mind that it's the year's almost over already. Don't don't worry, we're going to party the last month out like it's our birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, our friend Luciano, who has been on the podcast and done some more drunk dives, he is getting married on New Year's Eve. So oh, that's, that's very okay. Cool. Yeah, New Year's Eve. They're gonna be ringing in the new decade as a married couple. I'm so excited. Awesome. I'm uh, officiating. 
starting the heats on to try to find something worthy of him. I'm trying to be funny, but like he's a comedian, so I'm like not gonna out funny him, but I'm I'm trying. So if you have any ideas, anybody entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. That'll be a really fun party. I mean the bridal shower was lit. I'm excited. All right, guys, be sure to send us listener stories for next month. That's historicalafpod at gmail.com. And if you would put listener story in the subject thing, that would be awesome. Yep, helps us out. That way we can just file it away and not read it. Mm -hmm. We're we're surprised, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love surprises. Yeah, we definitely would love more ghosties. Those are so much fun. But, you know, true crime cult stuff, that's also very fun. I'm enjoying those, too. And, uh, yeah, family histories, town histories, legends. If you want us to look something up that, say, you live in a town, you heard there's some ghost somewhere, just send that in and we will do the research. Mm-hmm. I will do the research. I, I love that shit. She does. She really I do. Does. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nerd. I'm not even, this is not a front. I am a nerd. This is, this is me. So please send it. All right, guys. Uh, okay, bye. Bye.